Revealing the person and ministry of Jesus through the teaching of God's word and the demonstration of power. The transforming word of God with Reverend Enoch Abisai. And now, today's word. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You may please be comfortably seated. Tonight, as we move straight into the word of God. Luke chapter 14. Verse 25. To 26. And there went great multitudes with him. And said unto them. In other words, Jesus was going with a lot of disciples, and Jesus said unto them. If any man come to me if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yay and his own life also he cannot unto me he cannot unto me be my disciple hallelujah praise god can we read it again i want you to look at the words just don't be absent minded look at the words and take every day everywhere there as literal as it is. Yes. And there went great multitudes. Just imagine Jesus not with only the 12 disciples. If Jesus is going to say something as strong as this, he should be with some few people so that at least the committed ones, you know, they can absorb it. But he waited till he was with great, great multitudes. Not That's just multitude, great multitudes. That's he saw them following him. And Jesus turned and said unto them, If any man will come, the way you guys are following me, if you really will follow me, this is what I want you to know. If you don't hate your father, say one time wager, and hate your mother, now one time wona, and hate your wife, now one time wiria, and hate your children, now one time woma, and hate your brother and sisters, ne unyamani memam. If you don't hate your life, say one one time wanga saukranswa. He said you cannot. Wasi unto me ye. You cannot. Unto me. You cannot. Unto me. 
Jesus is talking to multitudes. After this scenario, most people left him. One day he said something like this. All the disciples, people left him. He turned and asked the disciples, Will you also leave? Peter said, Where do we go? Where would we go? Because you have the words of life. Jesus intentionally made this statement in the midst of the multitude. And I tried to look for the word hate. Because I wanted, I thought that it would water it down. Because hate is so harsh. Maybe that word there is... I mean, don't love less. I don't, don't compromise. You know. The word there is hate. Jesus didn't come to preach it. He came to preach love. But when it came to following him, he is not ready for anybody to compete. With his place in our so he said that Nadia, if you don't hate your father, hating your father does not mean he's sending you and you're not going. If you don't hate your mother, hate your wife, hate your children, your brothers, your sisters, and hate your own life. May the Holy Spirit help us and bring us to a place. Yes. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? What Jesus is trying to say is that for you to be my disciple, I must have the first place. That is what Bible refers to as preeminence. I must have the first place in your life. Jesus does not want to compare with anything, including your own self. Are you listening to me? He does not want your wife or your husband. You see, when your wife and your husband is fighting for the place of fighting for a place in your heart with God. One day I went to a conference. Bishop Wedipo said something. I said, What kind of man is this? He says, My wife, my children, they know I love God more than them. They know they cannot, they, when it comes to the place of God, they shouldn't try. They know I love them. But when it comes to God, drastic connection with his heart to God. No allowance for compromise. Nothing at all. Hmm. I'm trying to preach something but some of this message I have to take you somewhere and the place I take you to will give you a message. Yes. Yes. Is somebody listening to what I'm talking about? Total commitment to God where God is has a place in your heart if it is God, every other thing can wait. If it is God, every other thing can wait. 
No father is anointed enough to fight for the place of God. No mother, no wife, no husband, no child. Most importantly, there's one thing or one person that you would love more than your father, more than your mother, more than your wife, more than your children. There's one thing that you love more than all of them. And he said all those things and he ended it yourself. Because Jesus is aware you will love yourself more than him. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So most of us, we come to a place where the self is fighting our commitment. I'm teaching and I'll teach next week. Commitment. I have taught on commitment before, but listen to this one. Commitment. I'm talking about brutal commitment to God. Not the type of commitment that today you are there, tomorrow, nowhere. I'm talking about a kind of drastic commitment. God, if God should leave his assignment on earth to your care, will it prosper? Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Most, most Christians, we take our work with God for granted. We have taken God for granted. He said, I sought for a man. God is always seeking for men. If God is supposed to choose committed people to him in this church, I am wondering if you will find some. Fully committed to God. Where self is dead. I don't feel like. No. It is not about you. Jesus lived at, lived at that point. When he said, I don't want to go to the cross. But nevertheless, yes, that is a place of death. A place of death. A place of death. Is somebody listening to what I'm talking about? Today, I want you to judge yourself. The little things that are put in your hands, that are put in your care, how do you handle them? He says, if you have not been faithful in the little, who will give you that which is yours? In other words, God intentionally puts certain things in your care. That is, He knows it's not for you. The only thing that will qualify you for your true riches is when you are faithful to the little things. Look at how we handle God and His work. Look, look at how we behave. Look at our attitude towards God. Our hearts, our attitude, I mean, our composure, even towards God, is a sign that we are not ready for ours. It is a sign. It is a sign. A dead. So many years ago, when they sent me, when in Lighthouse, they sent me. If you be brainy, Brother more Lighthouse was mommy. Go and start a life in a school. And I went. Now, nah, McCoy. There was no group in the school. Nah, 
When I went, we started afresh. The group grew. And they moved me to another school, which was far. And I went. When the pastor in charge of Leadership International Worldwide came to Kumasi, she saw, I don't know whether she saw or heard, the drastic commitment. Nobody was supervising my work. They say report, my brother, I, I report. They say preach this thing, I preach it. Even though I believe that I have some sermons I could preach. I, I will record, every write everything, send it on time. When she came, she, she came with my name in her mind. We have seen a guy who brings reports on time. We have seen a guy who brings who is increasing. I want to see that guy. And they called for me. She told all of them in, in me in their presence that you will. And she saw I had a car. She said, You will drive me around. おばのこびあめねこそそそあだ but I was I was committed to what was given to me. Is somebody listening to what I'm talking about? God is calling us to that place. I can't tell you the amount of fuel I have bought. Amount of fuel when I was not working. Amount of fuel I bought just to go around schools. Amount of fuel. The number of times my car has to break down. So when you see God doing certain things, don't think it came by chance. No. There is a price to pay. Your level of commitment will, will, will empower God to be committed to you. But when you see the way you are handling God's things, today or tomorrow off, today you are there, tomorrow you are not there, we don't even know who you are, where you are. God looks at you and says that you are not ready. You are not ready. I drove that that woman. I drove her around Kumasi Ashanti region. They never bought one CD fuel. I bought every. I was a student. To get money for my food, I use it to buy fuel. I everywhere she would go. Early morning, eight o'clock, I'll be by her hotel. I was a driver. Me, I've been a driver. I mean, I mean, a number of times. I mean, oh, Charlie. I have a driver's certificate. I know how to chauffeur. Yes. I had a leader. Nah, no, I, I was his driver. Personal nah, driver. Yes, I open the door. He says that I close. My own car, my own fuel. <laughs> no, if it is for him, you, you find it easy doing it. But if it is your own car, your, 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 your father has given you a car, you have turned your car into a chauffeur. And sometimes I open the car together with 
another person, they sit at the back, the front is empty, and I'm driving. So that may be not that is when you see when two people are sitting at when one person sit at the back, it seems okay. But when two people are sitting at the back and the front is there, you feel you feel that no, Charlie, go watch me power, watch me driver. Then I will drive. He says we are going here. Then I'll drive. He has a program. I'm not, I'm not going to preach. But I I am prepared. We are going here, then I'll drive. My own fuel. When the car spots on the way is my own money. <laughs> then I fix it. Everywhere. From Kumasi to Accra. If, well, if, if it is a car that is going, it's my fuel. Car and a me me petrol. I can't, I can't number the number of times the car spot on the road. Me to bring kind a bread do a car. My own money. Me a misika. That my grandmother gave me for food. Me na na ba de ba de ba de ba de ba de ba de I get what I'm talking about. Please be careful of the seeds you are sowing now. Be careful of what you are doing now because one day it will speak. And when it begins to speak, people will begin to know whether you did it from a true heart or not. Because when certain doors, when certain blessings are coming, your way, or when certain blessings are not coming, you will remember that there was an opportunity you had. You misused it. Please. Let your heart be connected to whatever you are doing. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Be committed until people begin to point hands at you, begin to call you names. What kind of commitment is this? I thank God that I had a certain understanding early enough. Early enough. When I say, when I say I'm following somebody, Ambrose, I follow. My voice even changes. I'm if I'm following somebody, there are many times that I stood somewhere to preach. People thought it was my leader who was preaching. I'm it's my heart. You can ask my wife. My wife will call me, the leader will call me, I'll go to the leader. I'm not preparing to marry you, I've not married you, so what? I feel that to meet me in the business. And now she's enjoying the blessing. I listen to what I'm talking about. I am talking about brutally being committed to whatever God puts in your hands. When we talk about brutal commitment, it is not somebody trying to convince you to do something. In Acts chapter 9, verse 6, when Paul encountered Jesus, Paul was the one who said, What do you want me to do? If you have truly encountered Jesus, you ask for something to do. Paul, Paul said, what would you have me to do? I'm not waiting for you to tell me, I want to do something by this encounter. Drastic commitment. And we, we know the end of Paul. Committed to every cause. Committed to every cause. Committed to every cause. When I remember some of the things, it only brings joy to my heart. Because I know I didn't feel myself. It was a seed. It was a seed. I planted. Some of us, the seeds we are planting. I wonder what you will reap. 
Please don't play with God. He says that hate everything. Kill yourself. Most of us, our problem is ourselves. Too much of self. I mean, am I the one to do this? Am I the one? When I people will think I'm a boy, boy. People will think I am working too much. You don't know the dynamics of the spirit. And you don't know how God lives man. Come to that point. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? to that point where your heart is con please i'm just giving an introduction of the sermon let your heart be connected to everything god gives to you everything god, god puts in your hands no matter how small it is be committed until heaven begins to applaud you be committed don't look at what somebody is saying don't look at what somebody thinks what is the master saying what is Jesus saying about this now you will not see any benefits but very soon it will begin to speak for you 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 to begin to speak for you there are certain things you do Mary be committed to to whatever you are doing be be sold out be sold out be sold out do it yeah until your, your senses towards that thing is dead no you don't have no feeling towards it it's a call unto duty it's a call it's a call it's a call God wants me to do it I must do it that's what Jesus said I must work the works of him who sent me every assignment God gave to you is, is a sending thing he has sent you Jesus said I must work the works of him who sent me once it is there the night is coming now I don't know if I I can get the chance the opportunity to do that when the opportunity came, I utilized it. I utilized it. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? I realize that the thing, the thing still there in my jeans inside. One day I called that judge. I told him that if wherever you are going to, wherever you are going to, going to preach. Please let me know. Even if it's Accra, I will drive there. And I'll go. I'll be at this one. I'll even tell him that park your car. Let me drive you. Yes. I realize that the thing is there. When you please be committed. Look, look, the work that you have been given to do. Your relationship with God. Don't take it for granted. It is a monkey scheme. It is a trick. It is a trick. God is using to test your faithfulness for what He has for you. God is using it. And most of us are disqualifying ourselves. And we it's because some blessings are not coming. We say it is which is no. You have disqualified yourself. You have disqualified yourself. If you have not been faithful in that which is another man, maybe today now you are not the leader. You are not the, your picture is not the one there. So you can behave anyhow. When you love, you come to church. When you love, you do the work. When you love, you call souls. When you love, we don't understand spiritual things. We don't. We don't. I remember a long time ago they sent me to start a group. And they gave me 25 CDs. 
If I am not there and I have arranged before time, who will do it? I am talking about something you have taken the thing so personal that if they take you from there, that thing is likely to collapse. You have built, built a system for yourself. People feel your commitment. The devil is even afraid of your commitment. That's what I'm talking about. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Yes. Not any kind of. I mean, you, it's like you are doing, you are not doing. And yes, oh yes, oh You can imagine people in the choir today. They are there for a Tomorrow they have an excuse. I'm tired. Fanima will say, "My waist, my neck. Look, look, look." Do you know how many times our waist have dislocated, but we stood on the pulpit, and after preaching, we went to lie down. One Christmas day, we organized Christmas food. That could bring Last two years, before five, five, I finished preaching, they carried me home. I said, it is Christmas, I must be there. I came to preach. When I finished, I entered the office, I fell down. Maybe you, you, you wouldn't know, because you are not there. The, you, the, they carried me. They oh, moved, they passed. I couldn't even walk to the car. They brought the car here. They, 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 they shuffled me into the car. <laughs> and took me to the house. Coffee. The organization with it, I didn't even chew one chicken. I said, people are enjoying on my behalf. <laughs> Listen, as for excuses, eh? I know you did we can get. We can get. That is why I'm saying that. Bible says, I hate, hate father, hate mother. Yes. It's a point you come to. It's a point you, you come to. Understand to what I'm talking about? When you let that people, you must, you must hammer it into their heads. When it comes to God, my brother, through my communications with my father, he knows it. He knows it. What, he, want, he want, wanted me to meet him somewhere. A Saturday night. He said, I beg you because of your church on Sunday. Because there are times that he has sent me to do something on Sunday. I told him that for Sunday, I must be in church. I will go on Monday if it is okay. If it is okay. You know, in a polite way. But as you say, the first time it will hit him. But when he's coming again, remember, oh, no cross is Sunday. 
You see, most, most of the times I tell people that there are certain things you, you must make plain. It will hurt the other person, but they, they will and learn to leave you. That's it. That's it. I get what I'm talking about. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Yes. When there's a funeral in our house, oh, my grandmother would say, as for so for Sunday, he won't be at the Thanksgiving. He won't. I, won't be, I won't come. You will be hurt, but I won't come. Yes, I won't come. And once I, I did it once, everybody said, but the next time, they were the ones who said that he won't come. He won't come. I said, aha, I stick it. So when you are hurt, we'll, we'll patch up. But the message I want to carry, you have received. You have received. So the Osaka. next time, you are the one who will say, he won't come. He doesn't joke with it. So now, when there is a family, something they dare not put anything on Sunday. I won't be there. I told them Sunday is my working day. You go to work on Monday. I go to work on Sunday. God has put something in my hands, and it must be done. This is what we call preeminence. Putting Christ first. Some of us we are we are too gentle with others. But uh, I get what I'm saying. There are certain things. I mean, it was very difficult to tell my wife that when I'm praying, don't disturb me. It, it was difficult for me because it's like I'm not loving. I'm not a loving father. I'm not a loving husband. But most of you here, you don't know. You are no romantic than me. I get what I'm saying. But I told her when I'm praying. No. Recently, she forgot herself. I was praying. She was entering the room. No, she turned. No, if she is godly, she will know. Whatever it is, whatever it is, if it is God I am with, say, when I come out, I can deal with it. Yes. She was coming, she said, It's urgent. I, said, I did my eye like a lion, she turned. She has gotten the message. Next time she won't try. It is God. It is God. When you come to my house and they are late for church, the fire, the fire I will spit. I will spit in the house. So if I'm not also careful and I am late, then Edith too will spit fire. Say that every day you are saying we are late, but today you have made us late. Uh-huh. There are certain things you must because of your commitment, commitment, commitment. And now my whole I can see them make a note here, say. Huh? And they say, what can I say? And they say, no, I'm talking about being committed to what Me God gives to you. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I say shout amen. Amen. Whatever you are doing, please listen to me. Whatever you are doing for God, you are not doing it for man. Sometimes we talk that we are doing it to please a man, to make a man happy. But commitment is more than man. It is to God. I get what I'm saying. It is to God. Well, no matter what happens, commitment is still intact. If Dunamis Chapel Said can get three deadly committed people. Three. The ministry will be okay. I'm telling you. I'm talking about just three. 
deadly committed. I'm, I'm talking about Arena. Three committed people who are sold out. They know their heart is connected to God. They want to put a smile on God's face. And they are saying to God, no matter what you have given to me, I will do it. I will stay faithful to it until you meet me doing what you have said for me to do. Say amen. Amen. Nadia, can God find you faithful? Can, are you committed to what you are doing? What I mean, I mean so people have rehearsal at 10. They leave the house at 10. Rehearsal at 10. They leave at 10. This is not the, this is not the kind of commitment I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of commitment where people are, people are wondering what you know. People are wondering the revelation you have and that is making you take some actions. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Caleb. Yes. You have to take you somewhere. When I, I take you there, you'll be okay. Yes. You see certain things, you realize that no, I am too slow. Sometimes when we call choir, come and sing. The way they walk to the stage, as if they are walking to be crucified. You know you are going to sing. Why is it that we call you before you are looking for your account? How many of you you are going to do presentation? They call you before you are looking for your pen drive. You, I mean, what, you will not do it in school, when but you can school. do it before God. They call me, hey, where's my where's my message? Where's my message? So you see people, you realize that what they are doing, their attention is not even on it. Their mind is not on it. Their heart is not committed to it. Then one person will pass here, another person will pass here. Some of them as if they are going to kill them. Then they are working slowly. You realize that this, this person is not serious. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? When your heart is into something, you focus on it. You focus on it. After testimony, I am singing. After singing, you know I am preaching. You, 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 are, you, are, you are ready for it. So you realize that most of us, what we are doing, your heart is not Can you imagine protocol? Sometimes we, the church members, come and sit down before protocol come. Who are you going to watch? Who will you watch? Commitment. When you are not, when you cannot be on time, you are speaking to somebody. I beg. Today I'll be late. Stand there and do my work for me. People will be late. They leave their work. Whatever happens, I don't care. How do you treat the work of God with so much disrespect? And you want God to honor your life? No, no, no. it won't happen. No, it won't happen. Whatever happens, I don't care. So you can sit in the house, not come to church. Whatever happens to your role, whatever happens to my role, they will get somebody. They will get somebody. No wonder in life you are being displaced. You are losing your value, your essence. 
Please let us arise. Sorry. Let us be committed. Committed. Whatever small thing, whatever small thing, it is, it is what will graduate you to something great. Also, are you looking at me? There are times I have come to church. Praise and worship has started. No protocol on ushering men in church. No one person out of the 24 members or whatever they have, not one person is here. So when they come, we have to usher protocol members in. When they have to usher us in. When you know your word, when your heart is committed to God, but you see, the truth of the matter is all these things God is watching. God watches who? He watches. And he's marking for the future. He's preparing for the future. Yes. Don't think that. You see, the Bible says your labor of love will not be even. Whatever you are doing, God is watching. He's watching. He's watching. He's watching. He's watching. And he's seeing what will become of your future. What will become of your future? May the Lord help us. I said, May the Lord help us. May the Lord help Today, I want you to decide that whatever thing I'm doing, I have to be committed. I have to be dedicated. To be dedicated. Nothing should come between me and this work. Nothing should come between me and my commitment to Christ. Nothing. Nothing. And I largely will say that there are few Ghanaian churches you go, you see commitment. And the ones you even see commitment in Ghana, the root is Nigeria. The root is. We need to sit up. We need to sit up and tell yourself what I'm, I'm doing for God now. Does it qualify me for something great? Because, you know, what you are doing for God will determine the reward you get. You, you, can, it, I mean, you can just be a Christian and die as a Christian. Your reward will be small. But you can die as a worker of Christ. Christ. And if God does not put greater burdens on you, your reward is less. What will qualify God to give you more work? It's your faithfulness to your small work. That's That's Let's say we tell Caleb today you are going to sing. And he takes and it. I mean, no, I mean, who says, no lie. So he just comes unprepared. He has no prayer. He does not even know the song he's going when to sing. When he comes to stand there, and he sings, God says, Okay. Thank you very much. You do it again. God says, Okay. Greater opportunities that are supposed to come. God Himself is who the person that will resist it. It's not the devil. Your own, your own behavior blocked certain opportunities. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? So, whatever God gives you, be committed to it.
Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. You want to pray? Number one, that Father, Father, I have not been committed to your work. I have not been committed to the things you have put in my hands. Commitment yesterday is not a commitment today. Commitment last year is not a commitment this year. Every day. His faithfulness is new every morning. Everyone is supposed to be fresh. You are praying that Father have mercy upon me and forgive me if I have not handled your work well. In Jesus' name. Lift up your voice. Pray. Pray that Father forgive me. Father forgive me if I have not handled your work well. If I have dishonored you by the way I handled your work. If I have dishonored you by the way I handled your work. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Have mercy, oh God. Have mercy, oh Lord. If I have dishonored you by the way I've handled your duties, Father, I pray for mercy. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You want to lift up your voice and pray. The Father grant me the grace to be committed to you, to be committed to you, to be committed, O Lord, in my relationship with you. May I be committed in my work for you. May I be committed. I pray for grace. I pray for grace. I pray for grace. Help me, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your word, for your grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe this word will produce results in your life as you give attention to it. For more messages, kindly follow Inokadise Ministries on Telegram and any podcast app for downloads. God bless you.